What is up, everyone? Welcome back to another episode of Weed and Wrestling. As always, every Friday, me and my boy Jeff are here. What up? Uh, today's going to be a special episode. Shit. Well, today's episode, given recent events, we figure, hey, why not give our thoughts on the whole WWE releases or uh, Black Wednesday, as they're calling it? Calling it Black... Wait, they did it on a Wednesday? Yeah. It only works if they did it on a Wednesday. Yeah. Okay. I mean, it's fucked up. It is. It is. So, we're going to go down the list of people. I guess we'll start with Santana Garrett. Yeah. Really great competitor. Competed in the Mae Young Classic. Mm-hmm. And she got let go before she really got to break through. I mean, I know there was one girl that she won. I know the night she won um, a Goku's attire in the form of, of a in her suit, like wore a Goku style attire, a Dragon Ball Z style attire to the ring. They already rumored she's getting let go. I don't know if that's the same person. I always have trouble putting names to faces. It's yeah. too much. <laughs> <laughs> well, we got Santana Garrett. Mm-hmm. We got. The, the biggest probably the two biggest ones that I've that I've seen on the list the two biggest names Braun Strowman and Aleister Black yeah that Aleister Black hit hard like that one was Aleister like Black yo really hit hard. that was like yo what the fuck like <laughs> you, you, you you like I wonder what? how many times they asked are you sure yeah are, are, once it happens, I mean, because he didn't even fucking know. No, he didn't. Like, and I mean, he tweeted that he was like, you know, it came out of left field and he was shocked as hell about it. Yeah, especially since they were in talk with uh, his wife, Zelina Vega, mm-hmm. about coming back to NXT. Like, uh, that, that one came out of left field. It's like, all right, we get it. They, they were struggling with gimmick options and storylines to put him in or they just didn't have anything for him and it's like why do you need to change his gimmick yeah he got over as fuck as who he was but braun braun's another one man braun i I thought was going to be the next big show in the sense of all right he's going to be in a bunch of gimmick matches he's going to act a little goofy sometimes rip some people's heads off and call it a day and he'll have a career forever that came out of fucking left field. Yeah. Ruby, well, Ruby Riot, I no longer have a reason to watch WWE yeah, TV. What's the fucking point now? I have no reason. Ruby, as a lot of people know, is my wrestling crush. She is one of my favorite women all around. I followed her on the indie circuit when she was Heidi Loveless. Mm-hmm. I followed her now. All around great ring competitor. I mean, like, and and that's what the women's division needs. They need better competitors. They don't just need someone that goes in there and looks pretty. Literally. Because, I mean, that shit gets kind of redundant. Everybody kind of looks the same, and they all look fake up top. I mean, I love the fact that they had some big girls in there. Yeah. You know, that was amazing. But I think even one of them is, they're apparently, like, one of the rumors is that also people that are having actual problems with each other at backstages are getting released and on the top one I'm not sure of her name and I'm I'm not sure of her name um she's a big black girl in the in the women's division 
in WWE, and they, she was the first one on the list from what I fucking read. Like, when I watched that dude review going over the people, and he put a picture to a name, yo, I was like, damn, she's the first one on the fucking list for the women's division that's coming up next to be released. Yeah, there's a whole bunch of, uh, rel- like, names that, when I went on Instagram this morning... I, I mean, saw. It's, I it's saw. Not it's just not over. Too like uh, commentators. Yep. Tom Phillips. Yep. Tom Phillips is gone. You know, uh, senior presidents. Yeah. <laughs> of of the WWE studios. Yep. You know, international media. Right. I find one. Wasn't uh wasn't Triple H had like vice president of a certain media thing? Like he had a high position in media. I think so yeah. Well, the guy that I think got switched with him got fired. So, Triple H dodged a bullet there, huh? Yeah, literally. Yeah, <laughs> but, man, this is what happens when you're married to the boss's daughter. No. Um, next, uh, I mean, this one didn't really shock me, considering how they treated her after Miro, after her husband Miro showed up in AEW, Lana. Yeah. That one really didn't shock me. She was kind of just being thrown around and stuff. She won a couple matches here and there because she got over with the fans and everything. Like, I mean... She's not the best in-ring competitor, but on the mic when she was, at the time, Rusev's manager, I believe that I, I thought she was fucking amazing at it. And that's sad to see, but it's safe to say that she'll have a good but landing that, spot. But that's the thing that's, like, WWE's constantly doing, though. They're constantly, like, they get wrestlers who, it's kind of like a Russian roulette. It's kind of like a rev- it, it, it is in sense a revolving door because the more people now, they br- the more people they bring in they just keep sending out people that have gotten over with the fans on that base. Yeah, I mean like right now like that's what they that's what that's what it is is becoming a revolving door. You know, like um like you got people like Kofi Kingston fucking worried about their job and then they talking about bringing back like, uh, people are asking, is Brock Lesnar coming back to fight uh, Lashley? You know, um, they were talking about a rumor about Big Show coming back, but these are guys but that Big were... Big Show's in AEW. Yeah, but it's like, what are you talking about? But they've been released. Yeah. You know, Brock Lesnar was one of the first ones. Wasn't Brock Lesnar released uh, before WrestleMania, before the pandemic? You know, because he got stuck in Canada mm-hmm. and he got fired. Another one of the other names that kind of was a little like wow, like fuck, was Buddy Murphy. I mean, Murphy was involved in major storylines not too long ago, and then he kind of just got sent back down to where the fuck he was. And it's just like, well, shit. I, I, I really hope that all of these guys continue their wrestling careers. Well, I mean, they're going to continue their wrestling careers. I mean, I'm pretty sure they ha- their, their performances and everything haven't gone unnoticed. And I'm pretty... And I'm, I highly doubt none of them ran over to ADEW. Like, I'm pretty sure all of them took a fucking... They probably took the same Uber. They all got in a fucking car and took the same Uber to AEW. Like... <laughs> If anybody from AEW is listening, that is like gold right there. Just having all the let go- released wrestlers show up in a fucking one single giant Uber. <laughs> that would be hilarious. That'd be fucking great. <laughs> and then, like, all right, I sit here. Every everyone, everyone and their mothers comes 
at me saying, oh, fucking, you hate WWE. Fucking, you're so anti-WWE. No. I'm not, I'm not anti-WWE. I quite enjoy some of the guys and men and women that are on the roster. I I love watching them wrestle. They say that the uh, the ending to the, the Blood and Guts match for AEW set the company back 30 years with the ending because Jericho landed on a cardboard uh, ramp section of the rampway that they built rather than steel, right? But a zombie lumberjack match, no one bats a fucking eye at? <laughs> like, really? You got a bunch of people dressed up like zombies and you're having a lumber- lumberjack. Let me say right now, nobody here hates WWE. No. We hate that it hates itself. <laughs> Alright, the fucking people they have making decisions like, bro, you're you're fucking talking about how you're making budget cuts. You're cutting some of the biggest people and potential to make that money back for fucking literally. And then you're hiring people that nobody knows. And if people do know them, not enough know them. And then you're using them wrong if they are known. Some of the, uh, I was scrolling through Instagram and a bun- and four more names came up. I don't know who the source is. Do not quote me on this if you guys are listening. I was scrolling through, saw a couple names from a, a Twitter account that was blacked out. Mm-hmm. More releases to come state Liv Morgan, who is Ruby Riot's tag team partner in the Riot Squad. Angel Garza, which why? Because Angel Garza is a fucking gem. Angel Garza is one of the most talented cruiserweights in that fucking company today. Humberto Carrillo, well, even him, he started getting more put. He like that's the thing. Didn't he get a recent push not too long ago? Whether it yeah. be like a month or so yeah. or two he got ago, and then and then he got he got a push, and then like a month or so later, now he's fuck now he's fucking basically you know fearing that he's not gonna have a job. Because yeah. one of the people that just recently were let go, they were starting a fucking, um, what do you call it? They were starting the uh, a story to build up. Like, it just started, and they fired him, and then it just acted like that, that never that happened. That never happened. Like, it never happened. Nothing happened. And the last name that I saw on the list uh, might piss off a lot of people, including myself. Keith Lee. Big motherfucking truck looking motherfucker. Married to Mia Yim. Just an all around great talent of huge, huge indie darling. And it's like once he left, once he left NXT, they had they had no idea what the fuck to do with him. Like, all right, cool. You don't know what to do with a man that's three hundred plus pounds and can fly, bro. Or, uh, I'm sorry, maybe a little over two, like over... If he can, he's around the 200 range, I know that. Don't quote me on his actual weight. I'm sorry if I butchered the fuck out of it. But he's a big dude, but and he can move. Put him up against Bobby fucking Lashley. Exactly! Like, literally, what'll make it even more special is that you have a giant fucking guy who's, possi- who's strong, can move. Like, how are you not seeing gold here? Like... Like, seriously, like, what the fuck is WWE looking at right now? Like, honestly, are they just pulling names out of a fucking hat? Seems that way. Like, they have to be, you know? Because there's no way you're going to tell me, oh, you know, we were 
were looking into better talent or they weren't doing what they were. Bro, based on what? Your their ratings are no different than fucking um AEW's right now currently at the moment. And AEW is trying to figure out what network to go to to boost their ratings. Exactly. You know? And meanwhile, you got WWE's right here in the same networks that it is, even with its own fucking streaming service, not doing any better. Nope. Like, so maybe it's not that you need to get rid of the old talent that you call them the, your, the old talent. You need to keep the old talent, the good talent, and start getting rid of people that you don't fucking use. You know, get rid of people that you don't use. Like, if it, you know, I mean, like, there's no, like, there's, there's got to be wrestlers that literally nobody fucking cares about. There are. There, there's quite a few. You know, like, check out the ratings for the times when each person is in a fucking match. Whoever's ratings are low. I mean, or hey, turn it into a storyline, right? Fucking make your budget cuts a fucking storyline and just start having people that get let go, or, you know, are in a tournament. Literally. You know, you lose a match. You get fired. No. But we'll be right back with more. Stay tuned. And we're back. Shit, man. This is like really like it, it, it's getting WWE doesn't look to be in a great place right now. It's not in a great Every, place. And all the fans and stuff will be like, no, they're going to be better than they've ever been. And they're going to defend WWE. But in everyone knows what's happening. You, go, you can't defend and I something. Think, and I think the hiring of Nick Khan, the guy that pretty much sold the WWE Network for as fucking much as he possibly could and got them hell of fucking money is going to eventually be the problem. He is the problem. And Tony Khan said it best. Tony Khan is has honestly become my favorite wrestling promoter. Mm. Hell, I might even start liking the Jaguars a little bit just because he's fucking attached to them. And I like DJ Chark. But... Um, yeah, Nick Khan cut a sat. When I say savage, you really have to go back and watch it. Savage promo on Nick Khan and WWE for rumoring a partnership with New Japan Pro Wrestling. Now, it went something like this. You've been, you, I mean, like, hey, Nick, I'm hearing that you're trying to to, to partner with New Japan and it should be setting course. I couldn't remember what it was. It was either two weeks or two months or two years. It was, it was two and it was one of the years, months or days. Right. So he's like, meanwhile, I've had Yuji Nagata and a bunch of other, uh, New Japan pro wrestling stars on my show on dynamite within the past two weeks, you know, it seems like there's only room for one con in this in this in the wrestling industry, and it's not the con man over in Connecticut. I was like, wow. But it's true. The time span does work. Like, do it. AEW is already partnering with New Japan. And they're already partnering with Impact Wrestling, as we all know. This is where I think WWE burning their bridges and trying to be the main competitor 
at the time really plays a factor because now the days of partnerships are back the days of territories working with each other and getting the stars more more exposure hence generating more money for everybody is back you know and I think that's where WWE burning the bridges with a bunch of old promoters and uh, partners that they had really plays a factor because now they're trying for New Japan well how is that how long is that going to take for you guys there's, I, I, from what I understand, there's still a little uh, blood there. Nobody will, It's not so much as blood, but also if you think about it, even if you put your problems aside, look how they're treat, look how they're dealing with most of their top stars. You know, I mean, like literally, you know, Braun Strowman. Yep. Aleister Black. Yep. Two of the top that were most recently released. Yep. You let go of fucking Brock Lesnar because he couldn't make it to a pay-per-view because of the rules of a fucking pandemic. Yep. You know, because he was stuck in Canada. Yep. Right? And you let go of Big Show. Like, Big Show is a talent that he could literally do any fucking type of gimmick. And it sells. It works. People love Big Show. Exactly. You know, Brock Lesnar, everybody fucking fears the man. And everyone wants to see him kick someone's head into the third row. And then you leave fucking, what, Bobby Lashley... Gets the championship, which I think was great. It was they a great. They finally move. gave him a fucking chance, but I want to know why the fuck. Where did his entourage come from? Where did his? Why did this? Why does this look like the black? Um, evo, what was it? Oh, evolution. evolution. Like I, I'm like strap some um, motorcycle bars mustache on him, give him some blonde hair, and he's the black Triple H. You know, like where did that come from? At a left field, apparently. But that's the problem. WWE has... It, people say that AEW's roster is completely oversaturated with stars that eventually they're going to start have to ma- having to make cuts. From what I understand, from what I remember, they've only made, I think, one or two waves of cuts. And that was it. But now they have the partnership with New Japan and TNA which really opens the door for a lot of superstars on that roster. For instance, Private Party, who was one of the only tag teams there at the time. I think when they started, there were only five, Mm -hmm. and Private Party was one of them. They got sent over to TNA for a little bit to work over there so they can get more exposure and, you know, get bigger in the limelight. WWE only has NXT, which that roster is a fucking kudos to Triple H, man. That, that roster is stacked. I love it. Fucking NXT will always be amazing in my eyes. Because it's run by a fucking wrestler. You know, a guy who, you know, started off as Hunter Helmsley, barely did much to change his, his fucking gimmick. Yep. You know, went to them being Triple H, the game. Mm-hmm. Then became part of one of the biggest things, you know, with Shawn Michaels. Yep. You know, and it just went from there. Like, he understands what he has to do. And also, in the past, he made storylines for other wrestlers. Like, back in the day when WWE, we loved the storylines. He was a part of it. You know? Like, it really seems like the people they have now don't fucking care about the wrestlers as long as they look pretty. You know what I mean? For that, just get a bunch of sexy-ass women in the fucking thing. You know, and because, you know, it's Pride Month, go ahead and get some, you know, hot guys in there. Everybody wear underwears and tutus, right? Yep. And fucking go ahead and just make a show that way. 
but don't mess with people's careers thinking that they're going to have like this big opportunity just to rip it the fuck away from them. And WWE is doing that right now. Exactly. You know, like there are people that have, like, this is the top for them. Mm-hmm. You know, and there's people talking there's... about how that this is the top for those wrestlers. And next thing you know, like they find out all they were praying for is a nightmare. Yep. Hell, there's rumors out there that now the reason for the big name cuts are because if WWE ever has to sell, they have some more value to them. Which, if that's being a discussion, if that's a discussion, there's an issue. Mm-hmm. And I feel WWE has tri- has kind of stride away from wrestling and more of is just TV entertainment. Yeah. They kind of stri- like strayed away from the wrestling aspect of it all. Yeah, there's some awesome fucking wrestlers on the roster. Like, amazing fucking wrestlers. Roman Reigns has probably one of the best gimmicks on that damn roster right now. One of the most original fucking gimmicks on that roster right now. But that's all it is. It's become more of gimmicks than it is wrestling talent, and I think that's where the confusion starts between, you know, wrestler actual people that want to wrestle... And people that are just there because, hey, well, he plays a good face or a heel. Yeah. You know, like Elias. They completely ripped Elias' gimmick away from him and gave him to some other dude. I don't even know who the fuck he is, honestly. I'll be I'll be 100%. I have no idea who this guy is. Nobody does. You know, I mean... They... Meanwhile, over at AEW, if you guys watched um, Double or Nothing this past week, Leo Rush and Mark Henry showed up. Yeah, Mark Henry is now going to be a commentator for AEW's second uh, second weekly show. They're going to fucking need a bigger table. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I fucking love Mark, bro. That dude. And, he, and I want to give a congratulations to Mark Henry. He got slimmer. He definitely, thin, he definitely thinned out a lot more. From what I understand, he wants to come back to wrestling itself fucking Mark Henry is the man I wish him the best of luck hope he tears it up over there but uh, Leo Rush coming back was the bit was the one that kind of you know really put the icing on the cake that kid is quick as shit at first I didn't really like him because you know the attitude he was being disrespectful to veterans while he was in WWE which is I think where why he landed in the spot he landed in but eventually he got better, he became more humble, and now that kid is fucking amazing. But where where these cuts are going to go, uh, I, I just, damn, like, it, it's sad, you know? Like, granted, I don't watch much WWE TV outside of pay-per-views, because I always like to watch the pay-per-views. Um, yeah, like, I, uh, it, it, it's just... It's sad to see anyone, like, let go from a company, right? Because, you know, they got shit to worry about just just as much as we do. Yeah, it's not so much as, like, they got shit to worry about. I mean, like, if you... The amount of work that a lot of these guys put into not just performing, but getting to the show, you know? Not to mention the amount of sacrificing they have to do, because, I mean, it's not like that after every show they're going home to their family. Yeah. You know? More than likely, a lot of them got to go straight to a fucking doctor to find out if they're fit to get it back in the ring, you know, from being slammed around. You know, I think uh, 
Billy, I think Billy Gunn from, uh, Billy Gunn from, from fucking Tough Enough when he was training, when he was showing some of the people there, he was saying that he's like, number one thing you got to get used to is falling on the mat. It's something you're never going to get used to. It is always going to hurt. You know, so imagine that you're going match after match and you're getting slammed around and all that shit is just constant pain. You're never going to get used to it. So you're constantly in the doctor's office and then you got times when real life injuries happen. Yep. You know, and I mean, it's like the amount of pressure they have, stress they got to go through. You know, they should be treated better. They should. You know, I mean, these are not fucking like ancient Rome times where we treat gladiators like shit. You know, feed them and feed them and let them train and then send them on their way to die. No, these are living human beings with families, you know, and after wrestling, they still got to make a living somehow. Like, they should all be respected because they all work really fucking hard to get where they are. Yep. Like, for uh, for a while, the main source, another source of income for them was their third party things that they do. Mm-hmm. Uh, Pat Buck, who is now, a, a, I think, a producer... Over at WWE, yeah, he owns a company that my brother trains at called WrestlePro here in New Jersey, and they had to go, from what I understand, go through like a bunch of paperwork and whose name to put it in because that was a third-party promotion that was no longer allowed by WWE standard. And that's the thing, you know, like WWE constantly trying to control people's lives, like bro. Are you going to pay them the extra money times, that they're losing? Times are changing. The era of territories and partnerships are making a comeback. And from back in the day, I, I've said it, I don't know how many times, but I'll keep saying it. But the time and place where they were trying to be the best and make everyone hate them is now coming back to bite them in the ass. Because mm-hmm. everybody hates you. And now everybody's building around to just watch to suffocate you. Exactly. But... We'll see where the partnership goes with WWE and New Japan, if it even happens. Um, And hopefully we don't have any more bad news coming this way. I doubt that. But that's been it for us today, guys. We'll catch you guys next week. Stay stony, my friends. Later.